to the Maybe You're Right podcast with Woo! Jennifer and Jill. Woo! <laughs> We're so excited to be back here today. We have a really, really good episode for you guys. Um, we're going to talk about just like our experiences being single. I know we get, told you guys we were going to talk about, um, the stigma behind being single and the stigma behind virginity, especially like during college and everything. We're going to get to that as well. We're going to give you just a lot of good things. The juice, the tea, the gag of it all. Exactly. <laughs> love that. We love so, that a lot. So what have you been up to since last week? Oh my god, honestly, absolutely nothing. No. Um, <laughs> I all I've been doing is basically just watching a bunch of rom coms. Ever since Valentine's Day, after I watched to all the boys, I just went on this like marathon slash binge of just watching a bunch of romantic comedies. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, why am I not them? I wish I- I'm just kidding. <laughs> no no no. <laughs> Oh. oh my god, I still have to watch that one, but I've heard so many bad things, I'm like, maybe I'm never gonna watch it, we'll see. Oh yeah, I mean, it's a very various opinions on the last one. I yeah. personally like the first one the best. Yeah. The second one was cute, but I think the first one is, like, really, I could watch that, like, another, um, like, five more times. But, yeah, it was good. Yeah. But what um, is, like, your favorite rom-com you've seen this week? Oh my god, I have two really good ones that I watched this week. So, they're both on Disney+. Plus. Oh, we love Disney. We stand Disney. <laughs> love Disney+. Plus. But um, the two are Starstruck and 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh Come God. on. Iconic. Iconic. I feel like, like I recognize those names, but I honestly, like, a little fun fact about me, like, I watch a movie and within, like, five months, I forgot the movie completely. People are always like, did you watch this movie? And I'm like, yes. Like, I can yeah. tell you that I watched it, but I cannot tell you a single thing that happened in the movie. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't recall. But I feel <laughs> like the name Starstruck is like, like, I really remember seeing it, but I cannot right. remember, like, anything about that. Yeah. Should if I, I tell you the it? actors, it will, you, will it ring a bell? No, I'm bad with that too. <laughs> which is so funny because I used to want to be an actress. So I'm like, oh I should God. know about I should know about all these things, but I'm like, no, no. I know nothing. I know no directors. Like, <laughs> like nothing. Like, don't even ask me. It's like Jennifer's I was a fraud. Actress. Jennifer's an actress, everybody. She's going to be in Hollywood. <laughs> I'm going to be in Hollywood, guys. And then they're like, oh, do you want to be in a, I don't know. What's a director I know? David Chappelle? Is that a comedian? I don't even know. Guys, I, I know David, nothing. I think David Chappelle's a comedian. Yeah, I he's think. a comedian. What about... Oh, Steven Spielberg. I'm like, okay, yeah, fine. Maybe there I we go. know that one. There we go. Is he the one who did, like, The Notebook? Or I am I, like, crazy? The Notebook? I don't think... <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't want to say no or yes, because I have no idea. But okay. I think he did The Shining. The oh, horror, so he's, I like, think. a horror guy. I think he did The Shining. Okay. Please, horror fans, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry if that's incorrect. <laughs> I'm a horror fan, but I don't know anything about, like, directors. Yeah. I will do my research, guys. I'll do better. Maybe, <laughs> ne- maybe next year. <laughs> but maybe yeah, next year. those two are, like, my favorites. They're so good. Heath Ledger and 10 Things I Hate About You, iconic. Julia Stiles, come on. Woo! And okay, then the I'll- other one is a little bit more, like, you know, coming of age, kind of like corny. So if you're into that, it's very corny. But I love the songs. I just love everything about it. Should I give them a watch? You should give them a watch. 
You should. Okay. Do you have a favorite rom-com? Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, again, I just forget movies. <laughs> I can tell you... Uh, like in, I think like high school, like I memorized my favorite movie and then I, that's just what I tell myself, like whenever anybody asks what my favorite movie is, I just say that. I don't even know if that like applies anymore. I'm like, that was my right. favorite movie 10 years ago. Um, mm-hmm. who was it? The Lovely Bones. It's like a really tragic movie. It's like, Wait, I thought that was like a sad, like horror film. It's not a horror film, but it's like really sad. <gasps> it's like about a girl who gets like raped and then murdered and then like oh. her looking down at like her family doing with it from like another like i don't know wherever she is and that like in between oh. she, i think she calls it very sad very morbid but i really liked it i i would recommend it still i don't i just don't know if it's my favorite movie um, right rom-com i could tell you more like my favorite shows like the movies like i oh, okay. honestly like i don't know why it's like blank it's blank i love have you seen she's the man Oh my god, I haven't, but all I know is like, isn't, um, <laughs> are all these TikTok people like going and playing like the second part of it now? The, I know like a lot of people on TikTok have been like cosplaying the characters. Like I've seen a lot of that and I'm like, oh, so this is like a pop-in thing on TikTok. <laughs> it, isn't Addison Rae being in like, or Oh the... no, that's a different movie. Really? Yeah. She that's really? um that's she's all that, oh. but she's in the remake of He's All That, so wow. she's like it's like the roles are reversed or something. Okay, but she it. just don't even ask me about <laughs> movies. It's like I'm just like embarrassing myself here so bad. This is so funny, <laughs> so bad, guys. Please, like, I need to be cultured. Just kidding. I watch a lot of movies. It's just I don't remember them. Whatever. I feel like I'm ranting about this, but yeah, I, I don't remember anything for shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyways, the other exciting thing that has happened. I went to this new restaurant. I don't know if it's new, but it's new to me. Um, it's called Nomo Kitchen in New York, and it's so good. The food was incredible. I wanted to, like, roll out of there. Like, I literally was going to roll out of there. I ate so much. Oh my but, God. yeah, it was you really, posted, really good. You posted everything, and I was like literally at home like mouth watering like i <gasps> wish oh nothing more than i could have been there with you <laughs> and your family like they like to eat good like they ordered oh, a yeah. lot of stuff i was like pretzels and like yeah. all these like steaks <laughs> and appetizers and then you got like this ice cream sandwich like i memorized everything like, oh I was, my like, god I write it down <laughs> yes i literally i was like jill do you recommend this place for when i go to new york again because i think i'm literally just gonna put it in my notes no, yeah, it, it was so incredible. Good. Yeah, yeah. Me and Jennifer loved to eat as well. Like when we were in college, we would go to the best restaurants and yeah. we would travel to the best places, the best food. We we're love really good bonding over food. Like we yeah. went on a few trips, and I think we planned all the trips based on like what we we're gonna eat at each place. We're like, yeah, yeah. So at two p.m. we're gonna go here and there, and then when we're, we'd be in this like city. With these plans to go to all these restaurants, it's like, we've eaten five times today. You really want to go to this next restaurant? We're like, yes. yes Absolutely. Oh. That was I the whole definitely go get, Yeah, we're like, of course. It's iconic. This fried chicken, we must, no matter how yeah. full we are. Yeah. It was basically a food tour. Our yes. Whole, all of our trips are food tours. Especially NOLA. Oh, my God. Oh we my ate God. so much in NOLA. We ate good in NOLA. I remember oh, we kept talking about my gosh. all we've done is eat. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the the chicken from the gas station? Was it a gas oh station? Oh my god! 
Yeah, so I would, like, look up all these, like, recommendations. Obviously, you, like, look up where to go when you go to, you know, traveling. And this video online was like, oh, they have this amazing fried chicken in this, like, little hidden gas station. And it's, like, super, super cheap, apparently. So I was like, okay, obviously, like, you could save a few bucks somewhere. Yeah. So I went and tried it, and it was really good. I don't think Jill – did you try it? I tried, like, a little bit, but I didn't have, like, a whole thing, and it was, it was tasty, but I remember you and Sebastian were raving about it. You were like, yeah, it was this is the really best good. chicken I've ever tasted. Yeah, and it was even better than the, like, most popular chicken place there, at least in my opinion. What was that place called? I think it was Willie Mays. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. In Nola, and it was really good, too. Willie Mays was really good, but the gas station mm-hmm. chicken, like, really, like, slapped. <laughs> It hit. It really? hit on a different level. Oh, yeah. And it was like 1 a.m. or something when we got it. I don't even know. It was like the middle of the night. So it's yeah, like the perfect really. time to be eating like greasy fried food. Give us really a good. greasy moment. Yeah. If you guys want to know like our recommendations about different places we've traveled and like the food and everything, like just let us know. We can more, we can talk more than forever. Happy. Yeah, more than happy <laughs> to talk like forever about like food and everything we've yeah. eaten apparently yeah <laughs> i definitely want to hear jill talk about like everything in new york because like, i obviously you guys know i want to move to new york so i'm like please tell me where to go <laughs> no yeah i have a lot of recommendations for you so we can really get into that if you guys want us to do a food episode yeah. but i also really want to hear food episodes food episodes <laughs> food <laughs> recommendations in miami as well so we'll get into that yeah, we can totally get into that. We've been eating good all our lives, so. Yeah. yeah. But what's been going on with you? Anything exciting? Um, so pretty much just working, um, you know, same old, same old, like pretty boring stuff. But I guess like in terms of, you know, shows and stuff that I've been watching, I just started Firefly Lane. It's oh my actually God. really good so far, yeah. at least. Yeah. I'm not finished, but. Mm-hmm. It's really, like, really good. I'm, like, in episode three, and I'm, like, hooked. It's really hard for me to keep watching an episode or, like, a show if I'm not hooked by, like, episode two. So, mm-hmm. I would definitely say it's worth a watch so far. I heard the ending was, like, kind of confusing, so... Oh, my God. The ending was so confusing. It took me for a whirl. I was like, what is happening? Where are we? What is this? Like, I was so confused by the whole thing. I think you're going to be a little bit shocked... Or maybe, I feel like you're good at, like, figuring it out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like problem solving. I, I want to ask at you, that. I would love to ask you something right now, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone, so, like, I'll just ask you after. Okay. But, yes, it's really good so far. Um, is there going to be an episode two, or, like, a season two? I hope so, because I thought it was fantastic, the show. Was, but the, it ended, like, as if, like, they're going to continue it. It ended, like, on a cliffhanger. Okay. Okay, that's good yeah. news. Yeah. That's great news. So hopefully there's going to be a season two. Yeah. It was top ten on Netflix, so I'm just going to assume that it's going in for a second season. It's going well for them. It's going really good for them. Oh my god, did you watch Free Britney? I watched it last week, and it was so good. And it really, like, opened my mind. And I feel like, I know I'm, like, rambling, but I feel like, like, the way paparazzi is nowadays is so, so different to how it was 10 years ago mm-hmm. and I was just shocked by like just how intrusive and, and just how like manipulative like the paparazzi and the media were towards mm-hmm. the celebrities and these rumors that like yeah were false 
Yeah. Well, I haven't seen the free Britney documentary. All I've seen is, like, the TikToks of her just, like, talking to camera and, like, posing. And people in the comments are, like, going crazy over it. They're like, oh, my God, wear yellow if you need help or something. Like, stuff like that. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? But with the paparazzi thing, I really see how crazy it has become, especially with, like, TikTok influencers. Um, I don't know if you've heard about the Hollywood Fix or, like, Kevin Wong and all those paparazzis. They're very, like, intrusive with the questions. Not intrusive. Yeah. Like, like they're very, like, they want to give the fans the tea. They, they're going straight to the point to, like, with all these people. And I feel like for the influencers from what i can tell it's very overwhelming for them and it's like really intense but i know like the the people like like to see that but it's it's getting so crazy like every time these influencers are out and about it's it's always um very like there's no privacy for them ever ever i definitely think they could still work on it because obviously it's like nowhere near perfect and i know Hi, paparazzi and like the media is never gonna go away it's such a prominent part of like our culture but mm-hmm. if you you have to watch the documentary but it was so bad like she was literally like in an ambulance and oh at one point and like all these like paparazzi are like recording her through the ambulance and, yeah like, they have no chill they have no like filter they're just like wait whatever's gonna like look good for my paycheck or whatever's gonna look good for like content purposes like they're very yeah. it's very they're, intense like, they recorded the like uh, what is it called the 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 gurney or what yeah the, I bed? Think the, the, the bed the bed yeah yeah, yeah. The, the stretcher the stretcher the stretcher um they she was like going into the hospital on the stretcher and they were like literally walking into the hospital with her i'm like i've never seen i never see that happen nowadays like oh my you see like helicopter shots maybe nowadays like that's about it mm-hmm. but like you know when things like that crazy happen but it was like literally so sad it's so sad and i really hope you know Brittany gets through everything and that her court case mm-hmm. goes well and everything because it's really yeah. sad but if you have not watched it i would definitely recommend watching it because i think I where really, can they watch it it's on hulu i believe okay i think it's a really amazing lesson like after you watch the documentary to not treat the celebrities based off like the perception the media gives you like the media does not give you the full story and i hate that these people's lives are you know kind of like just taking a like blah blah blah. I hate that these people's <laughs> I hate that these people's lives are really, really being negatively affected by these rumors and like Britney's children being, you know, taken away and mm-hmm. obviously her whole conservatorship and the whole situation with that, but um, Right. Yeah, really yeah. crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. In the last episode we kinda talked about how we were single on Valentine's Day and actually we've been single for a good amount now. A really long time. <laughs> excruciating. Long, excruciating though. so long, like I can't take it anymore. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> yeah, we've been single for at least I've been single throughout all of college. Like I really yeah, did same. maintain that. <laughs> we were really good at being single, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I definitely enjoyed it. Like, it was definitely not one of those situations where, oh, I can't find a guy. No one likes me. Like, no, I was, like, I was definitely, like, not looking at all. In fact, I was almost, like, running in the other direction. Exactly. (laughs) Like, I was, Mm -hmm. like, no, it's not for me right now. So, 
I feel like I really enjoyed being single. I mean, not that I'm not single now, but I'm <laughs> I'm continuing to enjoy being single. Um, and I feel like I feel like a lot of people have a really hard time with that. I feel like a lot of people are really sad about it, which I understand like feeling the loneliness aspect of it. But I feel like once you get to a place where you thoroughly enjoy like yourself your hobbies your mindset what you think about like what you do when you wake up all these things it really takes away like the sad part of like being single or like the lonely part of it like spending time with yourself is still spending time with someone it's not like you know it's just like empty air it's like you're there you can entertain yourself and yeah there's so many like ways to be happy without a person you know what I mean like I just feel like there's so much pressure like in your teens into your 20s to be in a relationship and to find someone like immediately like in college or high school like some people high school sweethearts there's so much pressure with that too but like there's so many people that I know that have have this mindset that oh I'm gonna meet this guy here this is this is what's gonna happen we're gonna get married and have kids and this will be the end of it and I'm like oh yeah. my gosh like I this mean, timeline that all yeah. these people develop and they're like I want to get married by this age and then mm-hmm. I want to have kids by this age so if I'm gonna do that then I have to start getting serious with the guy yeah. at this age I'm like yeah like just let it go like life is not about keeping track of some timeline it's about living every single like drop of it like you can't just to wait the around until yeah exactly you can't wait around until something happens and when you're 26 and then at 27 i'll get engaged yeah. after i got whatever you yeah. know it's too much yeah everyone's always like oh i need to be this by this age i need to be married by this age I'm like slow down you're putting Let- too much pressure on yourself yeah it's it's gonna overwhelm you at some point and it's gonna be too much so i just feel like let it go let things happen when it happens don't put too much pressure on everything obviously if you meet someone you meet someone like that's yeah. great and i i do understand that there's like such a heavy pressure like i feel it too i feel the pressure to you know have children and like by a certain age and like you know find a guy before then and all these stuff that like I feel like society put into our minds from a very early age mm-hmm. and even like our parents like my parents like I mean for the most part they don't really talk about it but every now and then my mom like throws out a little sly comment she's like so <laughs> when are you gonna meet a guy because like at this point like if you meet a guy next year then you blah 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 oh I'm like gosh. okay mom mom you had me at 36 like <laughs> You definitely set the bar low oh for gosh. that. Like, you cannot be a hypocrite. Come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, she had me at 36, so she's definitely, like, I guess, like, a little older than the norm, which is fine. She enjoyed her life. Like, mm-hmm. she got to live everything out before she had children, which I want to do as well. But she's like, oh, I'm going to be such an old grandma. I'm like, you have to live with it now, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I also feel like... Um, I see this a lot with influencers, like the fans pressure, like couples, like influencer couples. They're like, oh my God, when are you going to have a baby? And I feel like they always get so overwhelmed with that question. It's very sensitive. So it's, it's a lot. I feel like also social media plays a role in like wanting to be in a relationship and stuff like that. Like you see all these couples together and you're like, oh my God, 
why isn't this me? Like, I just yeah. see a lot of people complain about stuff like that. And I'm just like, you have to live your life every day with intent. Don't think everything over too much. Like, you know what I mean? And just to touch on something you just mentioned, and I know it's like a little off topic, but you're like saying that online people are always asking these people that they don't even know like when are you having a baby Mm -hmm. um this or that even if you're like in a relationship you just started it's like i don't know i guess it's like a a juicy question for like the media but -hmm. in general like i just feel like that's so bad because yeah you don't know what people are going through you don't know who's able and who's not able to have children like that's such a touchy subject especially in this day and age that we're finding out that it is so much more common for people to be incapable or have a hard time having children um and for people to have miscarriages and all stuff it's a really sensitive topic and i'm sure that people who might be trying to have children they don't want to be reminded you know and i just feel like in general like there's such a pressure on us to like you know like i said earlier to conceive by a certain age and have children all this stuff i'm like once you let go of that, I feel like as a society, we're just going to, like, thrive because that's such a heavy way to put on women. And it's not even, like, put on men. It's solely put on women. Yeah, it's, it's literally really the woman. They always target the girl in the situation. They're like, okay, so when is it happening? Yeah. You know? But when a couple is, like, not able to conceive or, like, hasn't conceived for a while, they always blame the woman. They're like, yeah. oh, you're you can't have babies i'm like you know sometimes actually a lot of times a couple cannot have a baby because of the men's side like yeah they have issues too with fertility Mm -hmm. so i just feel like i mean we can dive into this for like so long society really places blame and pressure on women um Mm -hmm. and i think that's also like maybe one of the reasons like even in college like there's such a pressure for women to find someone or like be wanted like you yeah. have to like seek somebody out because once you do that then you then you're wanted and then then you're valued you mm-hmm. know yeah normalize being single being by yourself loving yourself like normalize waiting for the right person yeah I, for sure virginity is such a sensitive topic and virginity is so heavy like there's so much pressure on losing it by a certain age like once you pass a certain age and then you're like still virgin it's almost like taboo it's like yeah i cannot believe like people are shocked they're like oh my god like you didn't do this at this time like oh my god here we go i feel so bad for all these people that are shamed because of like the fact that they haven't had this experience a lot of people aren't ready like you i feel like they're I feel and I know a lot of people who have been pressured into losing their virginity um, because of societal constructs instead of like because they are ready and then they look back at that time where they lost their virginity and they regret it. They're like, mm-hmm. I wish I had waited. I wish my first time had been some in a more comfortable setting. I wish, you know, that I didn't feel like I had to lose it then, you know? Right. Yeah, I knew someone that literally exactly what you said like they told me they're like yeah i really wish i had waited for the right person and i really really regret my decision when it happened and i'm like oh my gosh that must be like really 
difficult to think about all the time you know because they were saying like this really eats me up and i'm definitely we're definitely not saying like if you feel like you're okay with just losing your virginity to somebody like a stranger like that's completely fine too it's whatever you're comfortable with we're basically just saying if you're not comfortable with a situation especially in that setting that's so intimate please do not partake do not feel pressured like it is normal it is okay you know there's nothing wrong with you because you're a virgin or um because you haven't been with a guy at a certain age there's such such a pressure and i and i feel really sad for a lot of people that have been through the situation and just like apart from virginity and the pressures behind it there's also such a pressure on being in a relationship especially in your 20s um as joe was saying earlier and i just feel like it's not normalized enough that you should be or not that you should be but it's not normalized enough that you can be fine with being alone in your 20s i feel like a lot of times people who are alone in their 20s are just seeking growth and learning to love themselves and like learning about themselves i feel like in a way you can't learn who you are like truly are until you've been by yourself for some time you know traveling by yourself like making decisions like on your own like I feel like you a lot of people go from like being not controlled by their parents but having a lot of decisions made by their parents and then jump into some kind of a very serious relationship where they also have to um, make decisions with like a guy or you know make decisions that are not just solely based on like what they want like what do I want me myself I in this life you know (laughs) yeah I feel like we're we're both like so focused on enjoying time to ourselves and just focusing on our goals and career and stuff like that and so seeking validation from another person is just like not in the cards you know it's not in the cards yeah I was definitely talking about this last week I just feel like a lot of time when you're not ready or like not okay with yourself or like spending time with yourself you almost like see people as like a distraction mechanism and I feel like when you're not like when you don't like yourself or like you haven't gotten to know yourself and then you add somebody into that mix you're like just setting yourself up for somebody else to make the decision on whether or not you're you know good at this or good at that like I feel like when you're single you have more room to be like yeah I love this in myself like I love that I'm this way or that way and then a lot of times you if you're not in that mindset and you get into a relationship a guy can be like oh wow you're really loud you're such a loud person or or you know things like that 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 can really change your opinion on yourself it's like maybe i am too much maybe i am too loud and i I feel like there's so many benefits to just giving relationships some time like like before you get into them if you wait and just like be single for some time and you get to know yourself especially in your 20s like i feel like there's so much room for like growth and betterment later down the line especially like you're going to be a better person later on because you took this time for yourself. 
Yeah. I also feel like a lot of people say that um, when they get into a relationship, it's always, like, unexpected sometimes, and it kind of just comes to you, like, naturally, which I think is a great way to get into a relationship. But going back to, like, the benefits, like, you <laughs> can focus on your friendships and your family and, like, you know, and then you could focus on, if you're in school, focus on your school stuff. Like, there's, you could emotionally invest your things into uh, things that make you happy, you know, hobbies, stuff like that. There's just so much to life than, so much more to life than being in a relationship, if that makes sense. I definitely think, in a way... You have to be in a relationship with yourself first. Wow. Like, be your own love interest. You know what I mean? Like That was iconic. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> Repeat that again for the masses because they need to hear that one. <laughs> be in a relationship with yourself first and then treat yourself as if you were in a relationship. And then once you know how you should be treated and you love yourself and you're treating yourself well every single day for the most part... You're never going to let some little boy, like, decide to treat you a certain way because exactly. you already know what you deserve. You know your worth. You know, you know your worth. Like, you're, you're set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That was really powerful. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I'm, it's very important. I mean, like, you, a lot of people let all these people, like, treat them, like, so bad and so beneath them. It's like... Why? Why? Yeah, you have to really love yourself first and be content with who you are as a person. Ladies and gentlemen, be content with yourself. Don't let society and social media pressure you into anything. Anything. Yes. Don't let that do that. Focus focus on your craft. Focus on your passions and your hobbies and whatever makes you happy. And that's all you need. Yeah. Honestly, if you don't love yourself, how are you ever going to love somebody else? Just kidding. That's RuPaul. (laughs) (laughs) Sashay away. (laughs) We love RuPaul. We stand. But yes, that message, like, also, you can't put any energy into other people when you haven't put the energy into yourself first. I literally saw this thing today, and it was like, when you give energy and love into somebody else, when you yourself are like empty, you grow into a space of resentment for the person because you're giving pieces of yourself away that don't even exist. You haven't grown it in yourself yet. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so many cons to <laughs> getting into a relationship when you're not ready. Just in general, guys, you need to practice self-love and learn to make it a consistent part of every day. And self-love doesn't have to look like, you know, what it looks like on social media. That's just face masks and bubble baths. Like, sometimes self-love can be really hard and, you know, things that you know are good for you but are hard for you to do. Just practice that every day and you're guaranteed to grow closer and closer every day to a person that you enjoy that you love spending time with also yes you can wait to be in a relationship because of career goals i feel like it's almost shamed in a way to put career in uh, in front of like family in a way like creating a family i don't think you should be 
made to feel shamed for that. Be stable in that mindset. Be sure of yourself and your life, you know, before you get into a relationship. And I say that because it comes from a place of experience. Like I know me and Jill are both um, very focused right now on career. We're very focused on our legacy, our... Yeah, exactly. We're going to be pop culture icons. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we're very, very focused on career. And I don't want to get into a situation with anybody until Mm -hmm. I'm proud of myself. Yeah. I feel like we're both pretty, like... No, not pretty. We're really content with where we're at right now. And I feel like we have um, so many projects that we're focusing on, like, career-wise. And that we just really don't need... Like we don't have the need to add anybody to that mix at this point. Like we're we're very much content. We yeah, we have a good momentum going. Yeah, exactly. We have a good momentum. I know this was kind of like a heavier episode. I don't know if you guys felt like it was heavy, but it kind of felt heavy to me. I really am really really passionate about this, and I feel like a lot of people have a really hard time with this topic, and a lot of people really struggle. Like I know I did. You know, once upon a time. I don't know why long, I long time ago, I was a hoe. I was literally <laughs> thinking the same thing. I was like, I, I have an overwhelming urge to break into that song. But... <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, guys, once upon a time, I was also struggling with this situation. And, you know, with time and with being alone to myself, I became, you know, somebody who enjoys myself. And that's all I ever want for all of you if you're in a relationship and you love it and you love yourself, like, I'm obsessed with that. Like, I'm obsessed with you. I'm obsessed with your situation. We love that for you. We, yeah. we stand. So many things can go wrong when you don't do things with love first, including yourself. So that's my whole point, and I know we've been rambling for way too long, but <laughs> if you guys enjoyed this, let us know. Leave a review down below if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> like, comment, um, subscribe. <laughs> And we'll be back next week for another episode. I'm really excited for that. We have a lot of good topics. Stay tuned for great, great, juicy content. Okay, guys. Episode two done. Bye.